is episode two of Gun Laws and Safety, a podcast. Wow. <laughs> so I'm shocked that I've made it to episode two because I thought I would just stop at episode one because practically episode one has all my facts. But today we're going to do a bunch of research together. So if you'd like, I'm going to tell you like the links and everything so you can join me in my search to greatness and better gun laws. <laughs> so basically... Thank you for listening to me rant yesterday a lot. And yeah, that was yesterday as in October 1st. So I have to open my project project, my passion project slide. Until then, enjoy my tapping my nails. No, we are back and ready. So let's start. Firearms are widely used in the United States for self-defense, hunting, and re- 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 Sorry, I can't speak. Recreational re- I really shouldn't have chose this side, but we're going to do it. So we're actually going to restart this whole slide by starting with 31,994 people have died from gun violence alone this year. But I bet that has gone up by now. So today's October 1st, 2020 at 4, 2, 3, 1, at 1.42 p.m. And we are going to see on gun violence, I cry if the number has gone up, changed, gone down, probably hasn't gone down, but... 32,077. Okay, that is a huge difference. Farms are widely used in the United States for self-defense, hunting, and recreational uses, such as, such as target shooting. Gun politics in the United States tends to be polarized between advocates of gun rights, often conversity, and those who support, and those who support stricter gun control. They're often liberal, aka not liberals, but liberals. An 18-year-old can own a handgun. That may be like, what? I have an 18-year-old brother. What? No, that's impossible. He can't own a handgun. Me, it is true that 18-year-olds can own a handgun. It's dumb. It's crazy. It's shocking. But yes, they can. There is no law. I already covered this yesterday, but again. That people don't need a background check to own a gun, which is, <sighs> I'm already stressing out my, it's not stressing, stressing out my voice so much. There's no law that says people need a background check to own a gun. Therefore, crazy people have been to like a mental hospital for like depression. I wouldn't say that. Or like someone who's been in a mental hospital can own a gun. So yes. Next slide. Oh, I've already covered all this. Okay. Um, who is this about my movie? No, this is from 10 TV News. I'm sorry. Let's continue talking. The Oakville Miracle, which is a movie I totally recommend it. It is on Hulu, so like, <clears throat> or on Amazon for free. If you have Amazon, go, 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 go right now. Like, finish listening to this podcast. Then go right now. Go to your Amazon Prime video account. Go to the movie. Go, go, go now. It is an amazing movie. Beautiful. Made my friend and me both cry. 
it is just amazing. And I'm about to explain the Cokeville hostage incident and the Coke not incident. The Cokeville hostage situation. The Cokeville hostage situation and how the Cokeville miracle in that situation connect. So first things first. The movie The Cokeville Miracle is uh, an amazing movie about the bombing of Cokeville Elementary. Yes, it is a true story. And you may be wondering, what would a bombing of an elementary school have to do with gun violence? Well, you see, the movie has this idea that basically, not only that, but he had threatened several different times that he was going to shoot somebody. Not shoot somebody, that he was going to shoot someone in the head or he was going to start shooting the teachers and everything like that so also the movie adds the idea that david young was the bomber sorry so Basically, the idea was that David Young, the bomber, had brought guns into the school along with his homemade bomb. It was not only a bombing, but also a hostage situation. Like, they're, like, um... Um, yeah. Now, no one in the bomb uh, shooting, hostage, bombing... All those. No one was hurt except the two people who did it. David Young and his wife. Doris Young. It sounds like Dorcas from the Bible, but it's Doris. Sorry. Um. So basically, people had a bunch of injuries. All of them were non-fatal. <clears throat> like, this was scary. But, like, People had said that they saw angels and like, oh my gosh, this was like an eye-opening movie. And I was just speechless for two minutes just like talking about it to you guys. Oh, so yeah. So basically, um, basically, I'm gonna read something from the website Billing Gazette. Billings Gazette, which I don't know what that is. It's a website that I found, but it is true. So the movie kind of shows it different because if it didn't show it that differently, it'd probably be like rated R for like violence, and it's only P. G13 because of violence, but I feel like it would be rated R for more violence if it was portrayed perfectly. So May 16, 1986, just after 1.30 p.m. when David Young and Doris Young were pushing a shopping cart, entered the school. <sighs> my brain is going to hurt my throat. The fifth graders waited in the music room for their band teacher, Lori Nate, then 11 members. 
The teacher had gone to fetch a TV and a VCR so that kid, they could watch her concert from the night before. The woman entered the room and told the students to follow her. She led them to one of the first grade classrooms where most of the student body had already been waiting. So, in the movie, and the resources... In the movie, and the resources... Both had both stated that Miss Doris Young, I'm not going to call her, I'm going to call her Doris Young because Miss Brianna, I called Miss Brianna Taylor, Miss Brianna Taylor, but I don't feel like, I don't know anymore, <laughs> sorry. But, so Doris Young had told them, oh, come on, there's a surprise in room. I'm pretty sure it's four. I'd have to watch the movie, but I do not have time on this podcast to do that, do I? Which I do, but this podcast can only go for 30 minutes. In my web browser, at least. We're already nine minutes in. So back to it. That she had said there's a surprise in the room for free. I'm going to say it's four, but one of the rooms it probably wasn't for. But, like, um, I could add a comment. Are you guys in a safe space for some jokes? Okay, I'm sorry. I clicked on the movie on accident. But I will add it. I will watch it really quickly while I type in this ch- type in. The thing, and I will explain that when I mentioned the film Miracle, it was not room four or whatever. I'm just going to say it's room four right now. So she said, there's a surprise in room four. Oh, we're celebrating a birthday in room four. Oh, yeah, the teachers want us to all gather in room four. No one could leave the room. Students remember Miss David Young saying that he, no one could leave or he would shoot. Logic. Gun violence, basically. Also, this is not gun violence and gun safety. I do believe that a bombing is under gun violence because I just don't know, but I have a feeling that something I just don't know anymore. Some of the students watched Transformers on the TV or saying happy birthday. So, now listen to this. This is, I don't know where he got this idea, but with the explosion of his bunk, David, David Young planned on taking the children, money, and important possessions with him, reincarnated in a place where he would serve as a roller. First grader. There's this first grader. There was this first grader, Jenny Johnson, wondered about this new world, which the man talked about. Would someone take her away from her family? Would she see her mom and dad there? Cliss Sparks had been reading Tom's story to her fourth graders in a warm, warm sun when David's corralled them into the classroom with a gun. The kids, the kids were sitting in circles, and I looked over them. You could see one of the circles would be seeing a party sparks there. They're all doing that. It was amazing to me. Teenage girl ran into town hall. So that teenage girl was Penny Young, which was her daughter. And the two people who were dragged into this and Penny were not charged, which is good. But like with the Brianna Taylor incident, because they did nothing. But with the Brianna Taylor incident, with the officers, what they did. Yeah, no, 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 no. They should have been charged. But they didn't get charged because they had nothing to do with this. They were actually the ones to go tell them. So, so she had explained that her father had put a bomb in the elementary school, and I should probably wrap this up about this movie. 
But um, everyone started to pray about this. So let me explain that. She saw like, okay, sorry. I'm like trying to read this in my head quickly. People said it was a miracle because they all said like, oh no, this, that was no, 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 everyone's going to die. And they're all scared, but it turns out, no, they didn't have to be scared. So that's just a little short free thing or most of my beautiful, wonderful, yes, enjoy my podcast. Now we're going to move on to my source of every town. Children and teens in the U.S. straggling high rates of gun law, gun deaths, deaths, and injuries. There are also harm when a family or friend, family, friend or family members go with the gun. It's when they know a shot or when they hear and witness gunshots, gun homicides, gun fatal shootings. They're exposed to gun violence. Stop eyes. When they're exposed to gun violence, they realize that this world is not going to be at all how they thought it would be when they grow up. Yeah, this world's dark. Dark. And then I learned that Black and Hispanic children and teens are most impacted by gun violence at higher rates than their white peers. Now what I'm going to say is that doesn't mean that white people, like peer, my white peers, are not affected by gun laws more than I am, more than gun violence, more than I am as a Hispanic as an Hispanic child, or I prefer child, I'm more of a teenager now. But no, they're affected just prop. They may be affected less as I am because people can't get used to our race and ethnicity. But they still are affected. But Black and Hispanic kids and teens are affected more. more. I'm just saying. And I just have a feeling that, yeah, I just feel terrible that we are more affected not than white children. Other white people do have this effect. I'm serious. Right, so back to the Coco Miracle one last time. We're going to teach them how to say goodbye. This is 15 minutes, which is half as long as I can record. I'm so proud of myself. I'm sorry, but yes, go watch the Coco Miracles on Amazon Prime, Hulu, you can buy it. I suggest you buy it because you'll get your money's worth for this beautiful, great movie. But yes, that is all. Thank you again for listening to Gun Laws and Safety, a podcast. Goodbye, and I hope to see you. I want to see you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, let's try that again. Hey guys, no, I just started it again. No, 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 I'm sorry. I bet it's anything I'm being weird again, but no, okay. 
thank you guys again for listening to Guns, Gun Laws, and Safety Up Podcast. Yes, yes, thank you all. Thank you so much. And I hope you come back again to your episode three of my podcast. I really do hope. And I really do hope that you come back and listen to my podcast again. Because although people hate to hear me rant, I honestly think that this... I need water and Dion. Sorry. I really think that this is, I hope this will affect people and affect my class. So, yes, thank you guys again for listening and enjoying my podcast. And to be clear, this is my first podcast. So, if you hear me go flying for a minute, don't think my podcast is over. My podcast isn't. I'm probably looking up something or I am probably drinking something. If I drink something or yawn, I'll probably mention it afterwards like, I'll probably mention afterwards, like, oh, I just yawned. See right there, I was like, I'll probably mention it, like, oh, I just yawned. So I've probably been ranting about me for a minute. I'm going to have to crack on my bottle. Yeah. So thank you guys again. I mean, again, 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 for listening to my podcast. I'm not going to mention the podcast name because you probably already know it. So... Please come back again, listen to my podcast again for episode three. And on episode three, we are going to cover more on Gun Violence Archive. And we are going to cover, drumroll please. Oh, yeah. That was not that dramatic. Oh my, that wasn't dramatic. And actually, we're going to cover more on Gun Violence Archive. And also next week, we are going to cover... A few more different school shootings, not only Cokeville, but we're not going to cover Cokeville next week. We covered Cokeville this week. We're going to cover the Sandy Hook school shooting. So thank you guys for listening. And hasta la vista.